0: Oh, Jesus. How many of y'all are scared out there? How many of y'all are scared? scared? So LeBron James, where do you say that? He says, LeBron James says, quite frankly, it's just effed up in our community. See if I can highlight it. Hold on. LeBron James says, quite frankly, it's just effed up in our community. He says, and I said it, I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but we are scared as black people in America, black men, black women, black kids, we are terrified. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. How many of y'all are scared out there, ladies and gentlemen? How many of y'all are scared, shaking in your boots? just trying to live your life and you scared that some random boogeyman is coming to get you. How many of y'all are scared? I don't wake up scared at all. (laughs) I don't wake up scared at all. (sighs) No, LeBron, you're scared. You're scared and everybody who got their can of Ogun juice is scared. Them, the only black people in America that is scared, LeBron. You, you, the social justice warriors, and everybody that got Ogun juice. That's who's scared, LeBron. Who out there scared, man? Who's out there scared? Scared of what? If Negroes stop fighting the police, you probably wouldn't be scared. If Negroes stop running around here trying to act like they are above the law, are they sovereign citizens, or they got special rights and privileges that everybody else in the country don't have, maybe you wouldn't be so scared. If you stop going around doing stuff to attract the attention of the police on purpose, chances are you wouldn't be scared. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand how hard. I don't understand how complicated this is, ladies and gentlemen. Just to try to do the right thing, and then if the cops do roll up on you, go ahead and follow their commands. Guarantee you will more than likely live. Guarantee you have a ninety-nine percent chance of living and not having hot bullets put into your hind parts. Guarantee that. I don't see what's so scary out there. I ain't scared to jog. I ain't scared to go for a walk, ride my bike. I ain't scared to do nothing if I go outside my house. I don't know what this fool, LeBron, talking about. I know he ain't scared because he only he don't be living around them areas where the police be frequent. Be frequenting. Like that area that old buddy got shot in, Jacob Blake. I can't tell exactly what type of area it was, but you know, I did, I tried to do some uh I tried to pick up some contextual clues about the type of buildings and the designs that were around the around the area. It had a sort of a, sort of a hood, a hood vibe going to it. Not 100 percent sure, but it kind of, you know, gave off that impression. That this might be a, you know, a little hood area. Guaranteed LeBron don't be out in them places. What up, Kay? guarantee he don't be out in them places. I don't know what this clown talking about. We scared. Who's scared? Don't break the law. You ain't got to worry about nothing. (laughs) Nine times out of 10. Ain't nobody running up on black folks, except for other black people, 99% of the time. Who's scared out there? Y'all scared? Who's scared? Who is terror? Who, Who are all these black people he's talking about? Outside of social justice warriors and people who purchased the bottle of Ogun pepper spray. Who are they talking about? Speaking of Ogun, how come Ogun ain't protecting all these black people? Where is, where is the spirit of Ogun to protect all these black people, y'all? Where, where he at, though? Where is, ask Tariq Nashi, where is Ogun at to protect all these black people? Man, Ogun don't seem to be working. So who is scared out there? Who's scared? LeBron James has condemned the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The NBA superstar said in a post game news conference Monday night that black people in America are scared. Y'all scared? Everybody in my comments, y'all scared? Y'all scared out there? Y'all scared? What's more terrifying? The police... Dorona, Pookie, or uh, not paying your taxes—like what's more scary? <laughs> what what terrifies you at night when you go to sleep, ladies and gentlemen? What terrifies you? Do you uh, do, do you do a perimeter check of your residence, making sure no boogeyman, white supremacist, a cop is hiding out in the bushes when you're coming to the house? Do you turn on all your lights? Check all the closets. Look under the bed to make sure Jeff Rowe and Billy Bob ain't hiding up under the bed. Do you sleep with your lights on? Are you scared to sleep with your feet outside the blanket because you scared Jeffro or Billy Bob the cop going to grab you by your ankles and, and drag you on the floor? Like, what, what are y'all scared of, man? Are y'all scared somebody going to burn a cross in front of your yard? <laughs> what are y'all scared of? I thought I thought I thought black people was kings and queens and we strong peoples. How is it you could be a king and a queen and be strong and be scared at the same time? How
1: does that work?
0: How does that work? You can't be a king and a queen and be a warrior and be strong and be shaking in your boots at the same time. That just doesn't work. That does not work, ladies and gentlemen. How does this work? How does this work? Where are all these non-scared black men at? And then, and then look at the statement. Look at the statement. He says, let me highlight it again. Hold on. He says, look at this. This for you, black women. Answer this, black women. How would you feel if your man said this, black women? LeBron James got up on here and said, Uh, And I said it, I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but we are scared as a black people in America. Black men, black women, black kids, we terrified. Black women, how would you feel if your strong black man got up on here talking about He's scared. He's scared. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know, we have all these conversations of the gender wars, black men's don't be protecting black women's. And then you got you got a bunch of black men's talking about we need to protect the black women's. LeBron saying y'all niggas are scared. How y'all going to protect the black women's and the black babies if the men's is scared, ladies and gentlemen? How you going to do it? Hold up, Dave, Dale Davenport's in here. He says you are a black male basher. Super facts, Dale Davenport. Super facts. That's what I do over here. I bash scary black men like you. That's what I do, Dale Davenport. You need to be bashed. You need to be shamed. You need to be bashed. You need to be thrown outside with some fe- uh, some tar and has some feathers thrown on you. Cause you scared. You scared. You ain't qualified to lead anything in the community, so you deserve to be bashed. The great LeBron James has spoken for you, Dale Davenport. And notice what team he's on. Hold up. We can't forget this. Notice what what team is LeBron James on, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Shout out to Sarge Willie Pete. What team is LeBron James on? And I'm not talking about the Lakers. What team is this brother playing for? Anybody want to take a wild guess at what team LeBron James is representing, ladies and gentlemen? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody want to take a wild guess? Anybody? Starts with the letter D. <laughs> team Darkness. Team Dark Skin. Oh, shout out to Sarge Willie Pete. Shout out to Sarge Willie Pete. For always making these comments, talking about how light-skinned men are effeminate. Look at this, Sarge Willie Pete. If you're out there listening, look at this Willie Pete and everybody else who be trying to clown light-skinned people. You got a brother representing Team Dark Skin out here who is supposed to be the epitome of masculinity. He on here talking about he's scared. He's scared. You got how tall is LeBron? Like six seven or something like that. 250 pounds of pure cock diesel muscle. And you got this big Negro talking about he's scared. This big Negro talking about he's scared, ladies and gentlemen.
1: This dude, out of all people, this dude. (laughs) This dude.
0: According to Sarge Willie Pete. Negroes like LeBron James are the epitome of black excellence in terms of masculinity, masculine energy. All the black women's they desire Negroes like this because of their physical traits, blah, blah, blah. This nigga scared. This Negro is scared. He is speaking for all of you scared Negroes out there in black America. I just wanted to highlight that aspect, but getting back to the original point.
1: who's scared out there who's
0: scared y'all y'all supposed to be listen we get on these we get on these social medias every day everybody out here talking about the warrior class you got the the pookie versus the 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 non-productive versus the productive topics which is Pookie versus the so-called educated lames just reborn or revisited or rebranded i should say come on son you can't be out here talking about how you brave and strong and then in the next sentence talking about you scared and now all you black women's all you black women's out there how y'all feel about your mans over here representing black men in america talking about black men are scared how are you going to lead a community to victory, to the promised land, and you terrified? That ain't how this works. That ain't how this works. This is not how this works, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody explain to me, how's this going to work? How are the black women supposed to bow down and get in line if the men's is out here talking about they scared? Scared of what exactly? Scared of following orders? <laughs> You scared to follow orders when somebody got the guns drawn on you? Is that what you scared of? It ain't gonna make you look like a punk to put your hands in the air if the cops tell you you're under arrest. It ain't gonna make you look like a punk, bruh. It ain't gonna make you look like a punk to just stop doing stuff to attract the attention of the police. It's not gonna make you look like a punk. If anything, it'll make you look like a more responsible man. We scared. Nah, I ain't scared. I ain't out there doing nothing to attract the attention of the police. Nothing on purpose, I should say. And even if I do attract the attention of them because of something that I didn't purposely do, I ain't going to be out there arguing and putting up a fight, resisting arrest. Nah. I throw the cuffs on me, put me in jail. You know, that's what that's what we got lawyers for. That's why a whole bunch of people go to law school, man, so that they can get hired by people like me who might need their services. That's what the, that's what lawyers are for. Everybody from a public defender on up to Johnny Cochran. That's what they for. You know what I'm saying OJ didn't resist when he got arrested. <laughs> He hired Johnny Cocker, and Johnny Cochran got him off.
1: Follow OJ's lead. He show you how to do it. <laughs> we scared. Ain't nobody scared. You scared.
0: You too tall to be scared. You too tall to be scared, player. You say Michie X said, "Don't comply." <laughs> Michi X was complying when she was in um, uh, Jay Morrison's neighborhood. When Michi X and her caravan of flunkies rolled out the jo- to, to Jay Morrison's neighborhood and the police came out there, Michi X was complying in, all that rah-rah stuff went out the window. She was rah-rah on the streets outside of Jay Morrison's compound. But when they got into that subdivision, that little pit bull, they put a muzzle on that thing. She was out there whispering like like, like it's 9 o'clock at night, whispering sweet nothing into her booze ear on the phone. Go watch the videos. Michi wasn't turned up in them them suburbs. No the hell she wasn't. I watched the last two hours of that. I was in the comments clowning. Michi ain't turned up when they got into that suburb. She was on her best behavior. Her white side came out of her. She turned back into Michelle. Michi X was left outside the gate. She went into a Michelle mode. <laughs> she damn near converted into a Karen up in there just on her best behavior. I saw it. I was watching the video. I was in the comments. I was in the comments section, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. She was quiet and compliant like a song out there. <laughs> All of them were, especially her. Like I said, go watch the video. When they was outside of J. Morrison compound, it was she was yelling and just yelling all over the place. Got inside his neighborhood. Oh, she on her best behavior, on her best behavior. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I thought she was about it. You supposed to be about it all the way through. Oh no, she wasn't about it when they, when she was in that neighborhood. She was all respectful and shit. I thought she was about to start. I thought she was about to start, you know, <laughs> going around there trying to hand out cookies and shit. Like, you know, I don't know what the hell she was on, but whatever. So, yeah, they all hypocrites. They all hypocrites, B. But like I say, getting back to your man's LeBron over here. Like, how, how can you be a? How can you be all we bout it, bout it? We gonna stand up. We gonna do this, and then turn turn around talking about you scared. We scared, nigga. You like, Negro, you look like you can wrestle elephants. That's how strong you are. The hell is you talking about you scared? You look like you can whoop an elephant's ass, my nigga. And you talking about you scared. Get the hell all the way out of here. Scared of what? Go out there and preach a message of, hey, how about y'all stop doing stuff to attract the attention of the police? And then if the, if the police do come around, how about y'all just... Just follow orders. What's so hard about that? Just follow orders. That's all they got to do. They say you under arrest. I, right, I'm under arrest. That's what they got lawyers for, B. Ain't nobody ever got shot in the courtroom except for that one case in Atlanta <laughs> where that one brother escaped the courtroom after he killed the judge and some other people. But other than that, most people don't get shot in the courtroom, ladies and gentlemen. Most people do not get shot in the courtroom. You can go in there and have your lawyer argue it out all day long up in there, and you will you will be living. You won't have any bullets put in you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, Brian Nichols, that dude. That's like the only incident I can think of in recent times where somebody got shot in the courtroom. And it just happened to be a Pookie who did the shooting. <laughs> I remember it vividly because I was living in Augusta, Georgia at the time, and it was all on the news talking about he on he on his way to Augusta, and my old house is right next to I-20. I twenty. Like oh lord, this nigga coming out my way. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but guess what, Brian Nichols he ended up he ended up I don't know, he ended up in some white chick's apartment. I don't know if he just like pulled a kick door or whatever. White chick broke out the Bible, had this nigga breaking down, crying and stuff, and turned himself in. It was a Karen, a Becky, that white girl magic caused that, that dude to turn himself in after he killed the judge, a bailiff, a lawyer, all that crap. <laughs> Took a white chick uh, to calm him down. Ain't that something? I was living in Georgia when that crap happened. <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, damn, this nigga crazy. You was downtown when it happened, Black Adam. Yeah, that thing was all over the news, all the way out to Augusta. I'm like, it was like, yeah, he might be on his way to Augusta. I'm like, Augusta, nigga, I live out here. My house is not too far from the highway. Oh Lord, what we talking about? (laughs) Gotta lock the doors. The niggas is coming. (laughs) Ah man. Anyways, yeah, man. Your man, LeBron, say black people in America are scared, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, LeBron, you shouldn't have said that, bruh. (laughs) You shouldn't have said that. You got black people. Look, one of two things going to happen. You're going to have a whole bunch of black people walking around with shirts on. I'm scared. Like, it's going to be just a, it's just going to be a whole bunch of hyper effeminate dudes running around here. Openly effeminate. I'm scared. I'm scared. Please. I'm scared. All you have a whole bunch of dudes trying to go above and beyond to disprove they're scared. Now they're gonna start turning up even more just because they don't want that label LeBron attached to them. I ain't scared. So now every time a cop walk by, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an altercation just to prove they ain't scared. I ain't scared. White person walked by. Speaking of white people, did y'all see that video on Twitter? You got These white folks at this restaurant and then you got BLM outside and this is black chick yelling at this white couple because this white couple don't want to put their fist in the air. They outside eating at a restaurant and all these other white people in the restaurant to include the patrons who are outside, got their little white fists in the air trying to show solidarity to BLM. And this one white couple sitting down, they ain't putting their fist in the air. I'm like, you're going you gonna to have some crazy stuff like that. Look, that white dude, he 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 was better than me because that, that black chick was all in his face. She ain't have a mask on. <laughs> she ain't have a mask on. I would have had to get up and put some hands on this chick. You can't be breathing in my space. You breaking all kind of social distancing rules, all kind of stuff, B. And you ain't got a mask on? Nah, we ain't playing that. The white dude put his mask on when she got all up in his face. I thought that was funny. Yeah, man. So that's what's going to happen, LeBron. This nigga say black men, women, and kids. Uh, my wife and kids ain't terrified. I, I, I asked my wife about that video. I said, hey, wife, did you see the video? She was like, yeah, I saw it. So I was like, what you think? Me and my wife ain't talked about this incident, right? So this is just her opinion before my wife was like, I don't, my, "This is exactly what my wife said." She was like, "I don't know what that nigga was thinking." Exactly what my wife said. She was like, "What was that nigga thinking?" I was like, "Baby, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know how this brother thought this thing was gonna end." She was like, "She was like, why did he do that?" I don't know. I don't know. She was like, "What was that nigga thinking?" And yeah, my wife don't even really be saying the N-word that much. And For my wife to say the N-word, you got to do some messed up crap. That's when she'll, you know, my wife, she, I call her, my wife is a little, a little prissy. You know what I'm saying? She always had this little nickname of being a little prissy. You know what I'm saying? That's because, you know, she's, she's damn near, you know, she's, she's slightly, you know, I ain't even gonna go into the whole colorism thing, but she's, she's had this little nickname of being this like little prissy chick ever since she was a little girl. And this is kind of stuck with her. She don't really curse. She don't really, she don't say the N-word. I mean, she got to get really pissed off for you to curse at her. You know what I'm saying? I, I gots me a, a feminine woman, like a for real, for real feminine woman. You know what I'm saying? And so she got to see, you got to do some dumb crap for her to say the N-word. So when she said, I don't know what that nigga was thinking, I was like, yeah, that nigga done messed up. You got my wife calling him a nigga. <laughs> she, don't be, she don't talk like that. I'm like, damn, that brother messed up. You know what I'm saying? That brother messed up, but ain't nobody talking about that though. It's all about he shouldn't have got shot seven times in the back. Now I do agree. I've, I'm trying to understand why they shot him seven times. I'm like Man, that 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 set that seven times does seem uh, uh, a bit much. I, I'm not even gonna front. And now the brother's paralyzed, but but. So always got to be a butt, ladies and gentlemen. And me, I brings the butts because I like big butts and I cannot lie. So your mans, if he had to never walk to the other side of that car, if he had to put his hands up, bro, we wouldn't even be talking about this. Your mans would still be able to use his legs. He'd be out there just living his best life, B. He'd be out there living, hopefully living his best life. We wouldn't be having riots and people burning stuff down in Kenosha. You know what I'm saying? LeBron wouldn't be on here talking about black men and women are scared. Well, maybe maybe LeBron would. I don't know if the cop was justified. Look, I do think shooting him seven times was a bit much. I'm not even going to sit here in front. I do think that was maybe a bit much. But then again, you know, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Did they see him reaching for something? In the vehicle, I don't know. So, but but here come the big juicy buts. But if your man's had to never walk to the other side of that car, we wouldn't be here talking about this, y'all. We would not be here talking about this. Your man's would probably be sitting in a holding cell somewhere, waiting to get bailed out or just get cut free. Because you know, depending upon, I don't even know why they was there to arrest him. Did he commit a crime? I heard he had warrants out for him. I don't know. Here's what I heard. I heard there was some type of fight going on and people are saying he broke up a fight. This is the story I'm hearing. And then when the police came, I guess they had ran some people's information and, and I, I, I guess they discovered he had warrants. So if he had warrants, it's their duty to go ahead, try to take him in. That's, that's what I'm hearing. None of it's been confirmed. That's just the word on the street that I've, I've been hearing. But regardless, if he had to never walked to the other side of that vehicle and just threw his hands in the air and let them put the cuffs on him, your mans would be walking around. We wouldn't be here talking about this. None of us would know who Jacob Blake is, is what I'm trying to tell you. None of us would know this, brother. He would just be out there living his life, doing whatever he was doing before we all discovered who he was. Don't y'all get tired of meeting new black people off of tragedies like this? How come we can't ever, how we can't ever discover black people doing good stuff that goes viral? <laughs> every, every, every black person we meet lately that goes viral is always because somebody done got shot. And then when you look at why they got shot, oftentimes you discover the, if these people had to just did this one thing differently, they probably wouldn't be shot. They probably would still be alive. How come we can never meet black folks that go viral for some good stuff? Don't y'all want to meet black people who go viral for doing good stuff? Hey, who the last black person that went viral for some good stuff? The last person I can think of is Robert F. Smith, the billionaire. When he donated, when he when he volunteered to pay off all them college kids student debt, because before that, I ain't never heard of Robert Smith. And most of y'all probably never heard of Robert Smith either. But that's the last good, that's the last black person that I can think of that went viral for doing something good. How come we can't have more stories of people, black folks doing good stuff that go viral? You know what I'm saying? Caesar says, did you know he was wanted for child assault of a minor? No, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Sound like Rashad Brooks. Isn't that what Rashad Brooks was in prison for before he met his demise in the Wendy's parking lot? He was in prison for abusing kids, too, or something like that. That's what I'm saying, man. We got two things going on here in black society, y'all. Two things. Every time we meet a new black person in black society that goes viral, it's always because a white person or a cop done shot them or killed them, something like that, Right? And then every time we meet a black person that goes viral from from a cop shooting them or something or a white person or whatever, we never get black people that have like squeaky clean records. Like where are all the squeaky clean, do the right thing black folks at that are getting attacked and harassed and brutalized? Where they at, man? The only the last one I could think of is Trayvon Martin. And I give it to him because he's a kid. And I believe Trayvon Martin uh, was hunted hunted down by George Zimmerman, and I do believe Trayvon Martin probably whooped off on George Zimmerman's ass, and then George Zimmerman got the he he, he uh, you know he got one up on Trayvon and unfortunately terminated his life. But where are all these other ones, man? Everybody always got something going on, man. They always got something going on. Where are all the squeaky clean, innocent black folks that be getting victimized? You know where they at? They're at home not breaking laws, man. They're at home not doing stuff to purposely attract the attention of the police. Most of them. Cause I know somebody going to come in here, but Robert F. Smith, he got arrested for something with his taxes. Look, everybody ain't perfect. I'm <laughs> saying? But I guarantee, you, let the IRS or whoever show up to put the cuffs on Robert F. Smith. I highly doubt he's going to be over there talking about F-12, trying to, trying to walk to the other side of his private jet to escape and shit. I, I highly doubt he's going to be doing that. I, I, I predict Robert F. Smith will just p- let them place the cuffs on him and, and, and go about the business of getting the, getting the process started so he can pay his little fine and, and go back to regular life. Where are all the squeaky black folks at, man? We need some squeaky, clean black people to become victims, B. Ain't y'all tired of all the va- black victims being like a bunch of Negroes that you probably wouldn't want to be dealing with in the first place? <laughs> I man, I mean, can we just be honest here? Can we just be honest? Somebody said this dude had a record of abusing, uh, an arrest record of abusing kids look obviously none of us knew that beforehand but let's just say you knew this dude and you knew he had a record of abusing was arrested for abusing kids in whatever capacity that may be does this sound like somebody you want around your kids around the family function just coming over chilling playing dominoes with not me i don't want nobody around me or my family that has any misdealings with children Especially if it results in you going to jail. You really got to do some crap to go to jail when it comes to misusing and abusing kids. (sighs) Yeah, I believe, look, Truck, I believe Trayvon Martin was 100% innocent. I ain't never doubted that. That shit happened like probably about 40 minutes away from where I live. Trayvon walking home, minding his business. The police told George Zimmerman to leave Trayvon alone, and George Zimmerman proceeded to follow him. And I I believe Trayvon knew he was being followed, then probably, you know, tried to hide, ran up on George, and probably tried to whoop his ass. And then George, unfortunately, got the best of him, pulled the piece out, and ended him. I believe that's what happened. So, yeah, I believe George, yeah, I'm on Trayvon Martin's side. She's always been. I can't say the same for about every other, everybody else that came after him. I can't say the same about every other victim. I got to look at them, look at them on an individual basis, and unfortunately, the majority of them be doing stuff that unfortunately contributes to their demise. Be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean. I don't care. Look, Trayvon Martin was a teenager. They all take pictures like that. <laughs> that, that, never, that never fazed me because it was like, oh, he got gold teeth. He's taking pictures, holding. It was like nigga. That's what teenagers do. I ain't tripping off that crap. That shit never bothered me one bit. That's what they all do. That's what kids do. White kids, black kids, they all do that crap. I mean, I, I understand how the media, why they were trying to use it, but I was just like, fuck all that let's not ignore George Zimmerman stalked this dude after he was told to leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, regardless, we're here now in the year 2020 and LeBron has went on national TV and said black Americans are scared. Y'all are scared. Y'all are shaking in your boots. You don't know what to do. Mm, mm, mm. What y'all going to do, black man? What y'all going to do, brothers? Y'all got to fix this. Y'all got to fix this. LeBron got y'all out here looking weak. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> got y'all looking weak. Come about we scared. Who said, I ain't scared. Shoot. Don't do nothing. You ain't got nothing to worry about nine times out of ten. When it comes to white folks and the cops, like I told you, white people don't be thinking about y'all. They don't be thinking about y'all until you know y'all be out there doing something to attract their attention. Then they start thinking about you. Nah, he said you scared too, truck. You part of you part of you part of the uh, the Negro delegation. You scared? LeBron has spoken for you. All celebrities represent y'all. <laughs> All celebrities represent black America y'all didn't know that this is what Boyce Watkins was saying Boyce Watkins was like how come when politicians want to talk about black issues they always go to some celebrity that's because they represent black folks they they get up there and tell everybody what black folks think they tell y'all how to vote they out here telling y'all you need to vote for Biden and, and Kamala Harris or else the whole world just gonna fall to pieces <laughs> They direct your every thought in life, b. Black celebrities run black culture. You ain't know that. Black celebrity runs black culture, b.
1: So y'all niggas better get out there and vote for Kamala and Biden. And and
0: and you better be scared, yo yo. When you out there, when you out there getting ready to vote, you should be shaking so bad, look like you having a seizure. That's what you' supposed to look like. Every time I see a black person walking around, y'all better look like y'all are having a seizure. Y'all that's how scared y'all need to be looking. LeBron said it. Y'all are scared. All you black women's out there looking for a strong black man. <laughs> Where y'all going to find him? Y'all better get y'all a light skinned nigga like me. <laughs> y'all better get a light skin, brother. All the big booty brendas, come on over to G-Dizzle. I ain't scared, baby. I ain't scared, girl. You can hop in the whip and we can roll down the street and the cops will just roll past us. I ain't scared. Now, bring them patty cakes to me, girl. I ain't scared. Them dark-skinned niggas scared. Not these light-skinned niggas. (laughs) Light-skinned season is taking, we, we coming back strong now. I'm gonna hang this over dark skinned niggas' heads for the rest of y'all lives. It'd be it be twenty fifty. I'm like I'm like uh 70 years old in 2050. I'm gonna be like, remember, remember 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 30 years ago? You niggas was talking about you scared. I don't wanna hear that crap now. <laughs> That's right. All black women's dark skinned, brown skin, light skin. Come on over to team, light skin. We ain't scared over here, baby. We ain't scared, come on over here and let us put some hands on them asses we ain't scared we'll we'll cuff them asses and, and give you all the safety you need Just just allow for me to put the hands on asses and I will protect you <laughs> as long as you turn it up in the turn it up in the bedroom if you ain't trying to turn up in the bedroom I gotta Kick your ass out back to them scary, dark-skinned niggas. <laughs> Get your ass out of uh, Anyways, so that's where we at, though, man. Black folks are scared. Black men are scared, y'all. Oh, black men are scared. Wait to Chrissy and Paris Milan and Cynthia G. Hear this. Way to Cynthia G. I wonder if they made a video. I don't even look at their channels anymore. I want to know what Cynthia, I want to know how Cynthia G. feel about this statement. Let let the bird brain Cynthia G. Hear about this. Her feathers are just going to start flying all over the place. She's going to look like a bald chicken that's about to get stuffed in some plastic packaging at the supermarket. She's going to lose all her feathers, y'all. If she, if she starts talking about how a black man is influential and famous in the stereotypical mandingo physique, physique that Sarge Willie Pete loves to talk about, is on national TV, talking about he's scared. Oh, I can just hear the conversations now from Chrissy, Paris Milan, Cynthia G., Talking about how are black men gonna protect us and they on here getting on national news talking about they scared, y'all. I can hear it coming. Oh, I look forward to when them videos drop if they ever drop. I might have to go over there and remind them. Like, hey, I need y'all to talk about this. (laughs) I know y'all don't mess with me and I don't mess with y'all, but I need y'all's opinion on this one right here. I need to hear it. Shout out to Don Gordito don gordito what's up with your man obsidian what is up with obsidian don gordito what is up with this dude man how come how come obsidian just can't let people do what they do man why is he hating on donovan sharp y'all oh jesus gotta talk about that too y'all i told y'all in the post earlier when it come to black youtube these Negroes can't get along to save their life. Pro Blacks be battling each other. Manosphere dudes is battling each other. Now the, the dating coaches slash high value men. That's what, they, that's what a lot of these dudes are calling themselves now. High value men. Man, anybody. Did did, 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 is anybody noticing this? Everybody's using high value men in their video titles now. Has anybody noticed this? kevin samuels puts it in every title i'm starting to see other people put it in their titles now i'm like what 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 qualifies you to be a high value man because you get on youtube and say it like I, i don't understand how this works but whatever i'm not even gonna go down that path but your man's obsidian and donovan oh jesus I will listen to Obsidian's video today. I'm like, oh, man, what are you doing, bro? You sounding real salty over here. <laughs> Let this dude Donovan do his thing. Old man talking about Donovan ain't got no right to talk about black women because he dating a white chick. I'm like, who are you to tell somebody who they can and can't talk about, bro? If that man want to talk about black women, who gives a shit? Let him talk. Everybody else talk about them to include white people too. I don't know who started it, but I'm just looking at old man like, dude, you sounding you sound like a real hater on this broadcast, dude. You sound a real hater. Then I couldn't understand why is old man defending this chick, Danica, whatever her name is. And I'm like, I'm like, ain't, ain't that chick married? How come that chick's husband ain't speaking on behalf of her? <laughs> Why this this chick got a whole other nigga on YouTube defending her? Where your husband at, chick? Oh, is he scared like LeBron James? Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, black men scared. Oh, okay. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: trying to understand some things. You know, stuff just be looking fun. I'll be at work sometimes looking at this crap. I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, it, it do sound like Obsidian trying to put his bed in. I ain't gonna front. I was listening to it. I'm like, this nigga Obsidian is trying to put his bed in. I get it. She her, her, her thumbnails be looking nice. I was looking at them thumbnails because I seen her, I've heard of her of uh, some years ago, right? But I didn't know I didn't know her name back then. Cause you know, she had made some video that kind of went viral a couple years back. But I just remember that tattoo on her chest. So when I seen her, I was like, oh, that's that chick right there. That's her name. She do be looking nice in them thumbnails. I be like, googly moogly. I love it. I like, What, girl, girl. If I wasn't married, I be, I be trying to slide in the DMs myself. Like, what you doing? You need some protection, boo. Them dark skin niggas ain't protecting you. Come on over to team light skin, girl. Let me see what them. Let me see what them yams hitting for.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he sound like he
0: trying to put his bid in though. I mean, that's cool if that's what you are trying to do. But you know. Yeah. Just just get straight to the point You ain't got to go around this long drawn out path Of trying to Act like you defended her honor or some shit Nigga just come out and say hey girl What, what, the, what the business is Let's get some of this mattress music Pumping around here That's all you got to do Let's get some mattress music Pumping around here But whatever Anyways I ain't going to be on here long I just want to come on here and talk about your man's LeBron. He says, but but after a married woman, though, he can't get a single one. Look, don't nobody care about this marital stuff anymore. Don't nobody care about this crap. So don't, don't, don't even sit here in front like people be respecting other people's marriages. That listen, that you know I mean, niggas holler at my wife every other goddamn day. <laughs> don't nobody respect marriage. Don't even front a whole bunch of married people that don't respect marriage. Shit. I know from experience, before I got married, I used to mess with married chicks back in my day, too, before I got married to my wife. So I'm just, I'm just saying, it is what it is. This ain't, no, ain't nothing brand new. Hell, most of the times, it'd be a lot of the married chicks who'd be wanting to mess around more than the, more than the uh, single person, if you want my honest opinion. If you want my honest opinion, back when I was out there doing my dirt, I had a bunch of married women throwing it at me harder than I was trying to come at them. And they wanted to cheat. And I was in a position to cheat with them. Like, yes, let's do it. Give a damn about your husband. Let's get it on, girl. <laughs> but I'm a changed man now. I'm a changed man. So what he's saying is a black man should only be with... Black women, so only go to a buffet and eat one thing. Uh, okay. I guess. I mean look, ain't that wrong. Look, if you like only black women, you like black women. If you like white chicks, you like white chicks. If you like all flavors of women, you like all flavors. It is what it is. I don't I don't see the issue with it. What's up, Xanatos? I don't see the issue with it. Like who you like, B. Like who you like. I don't. I, me personally, I don't care. Cause it's you that got to deal with that woman. It's you that got to sleep with her and deal with her BS after the after the uh, the the uh, infatuation phase kind of wears off. The lust phase kind of sizzles away. You the one who got to be stuck with her. So <laughs> like who you like. You know what I'm saying? This dating thing ain't really hard. What up, clutch? This dating thing is not hard, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all just make it harder than what it is. Y'all, y'all be, y'all listen, I've listening to some of these videos, these so-called dating coaches and whatever. Y'all be like overcomplicating this crap. Y'all be trying to, it's like y'all out here trying to put together philosophy classes and, and, and write these super deep research papers on why you suck because you can't get chose. Like, it ain't hard. It ain't really that hard. It's only a couple reasons a dude struggles with getting women. It's only a couple reasons. Either you're not physically attractive, you're not, you, you don't have money, or it's visibly clear you, you lack confidence, like extremely clear that you one of them shy, I don't have any confidence, uh, I don't have an ounce of confidence in my body type of dudes. Them like the only, them like the biggest three reasons why dudes can't get women, man. Either you got all three of them going on or you got a combo of them or, you know, one or the other or something like that. That's it. That, that's literally, that's literally it. And then when it comes to women, it's, it's oftentimes the same way. You're not physically attractive is, is normally the number one reason. You're not physically attractive. Everybody, everybody ain't going to be attracted to you, chick. The dude that you like might not like you. You need to get that through your head. You might not be his flavor. You might need to go find some nigga that is attracted to you. (laughs) And then what's the other reason? So you're not attractive or matter of fact, that's like, that's normally like the number one reason. That's, that's really, listen, you want my honest opinion? That's really the number one reason why chicks struggle trying to find men. Oftentimes you ain't attractive. Or you're just attractive enough just to sleep with. That's it. That's it. That, that, that right there puts a, puts a halt in most of y'all's forward progression. If you do make it past that barrier, then, then we can start examining other reasons like, okay, you're not, you don't know how to do basic womanly stuff. Meaning you don't know how to cook. You don't know how to clean. You don't want to give me some sloppy toppy you know what I'm saying? You don't want to do the things that, you know, you should do to want me to stay around so I don't have to go look for this stuff in another chick. Like, this ain't hard, ladies and gentlemen. This is not hard. This, I mean, this is why I don't talk about these things because I'm like, I don't understand the, the need to do a two-hour discussion on something that can be really broken down into a few categories that take like five minutes. Chick, look in the mirror there's your answer. ninety percent of your problems start in the mirror. Ninety <laughs> percent of women's issues with trying to get men start
1: by start in the mirror, ladies and gentlemen. look in the mirror that's it that's where most of your problems start you're not that you're not as attractive as you believe you are
0: or you're not attractive to the people that you want. To be attracted to you, that's why I don't talk about. Them. I don't see what's so complicated about this shit. I should talk about it though. I should start up another channel, G Dizzle's Love Connection, some some dumb shit like that, ladies. Be like the be like the opposite of Derek Jackson around here. But that's it. And You know how I know this is it, ladies, because this is what I judged all women off of when I was out there. That's how I know. This is that that's the criteria I use to judge women as to whether or not I want to try to holler at them. She ain't attractive. Next. <laughs> or I'd be like, okay, she got a, she do got a fatty on her, so I might just throw her in a, the smash category, but it's it's never gonna move beyond the smash factor. Or if I want to have a relationship with her, then you know we had After I got past the attractiveness factor, the smash factor, then I started had to really start examining her from uh, what does she bring into this relationship to make me want to stay with her? Like I used to date this one chick. I may have told y'all about her. Her cousin is Pinky the porno star. Like I met, I met Pinky a few years before she entered the porn biz, right? So I met her cousin. Back then. So her first cousin is Pinky, right? And so this chick I used to date, this Mexican chick from Cali, fine as all outdoors. Still fine to this day. Super freaking fine. Ridiculously fine. We met a long time ago. So we dated for about a good year and a half. The loving was pretty straight. She used to fly me out to Cali, meet her family. This chick was in mad love with me. This chick thought we was going to get married the whole shebang. And, you know, I met her peoples and all that. I was like, I was kind of serious with the girl. I let her meet my peoples. But you know what stopped me from wanting to pursue anything with this chick? I'm going to tell you the number one reason that stopped, that that sent everything to a crashing halt and sent me on my mission to go start cheating on her. You want to know what the number one thing was? She couldn't cook to save her goddamn life, ladies and gentlemen. She couldn't cook to save her life. She Listen, she was Mexican. She couldn't even cook Mexican food. She would cook like super white girl raisins in a potato salad type of food. And look, I tried to stomach it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can move past this because the girl is fine as hell. The body is amazing. The, The sex game is pretty good. I couldn't move past that food aspect. I couldn't move past it. I didn't have the patience to try to teach her. I, no, I was like, no, I cannot move past it. That killed the whole relationship for me. That killed it all for me. That might seem like something trivial to y'all, but that is something serious to me. That is something serious. I've grown up with women in my family. Every last one of them knows how to cook their asses off. And here I am dating a chick who couldn't cook worth a damn. All she had was physical beauty and a decent sex game. But I could not honestly look at myself, wake up to myself every day, and be like, yo, and just and just ignore the obvious. Like, this, this ain't going to work. So, I mean, honestly, I'm trying to tell you all the truth. That is what literally... Caused me to start cheating on this chick. Why is my charger not working? I had gotten to a point where I was like, this is not going to work. I cannot be with no chick who can't cook. So fast forward, me and the wife meet. Wife looking all scrumptious. Booty banging just the way I like it. Thighs banging the way I like it. Whole package. Me and the wife start dating. My wife ends up cooking. I mean, the first meal, the first meal my wife cooked for me. She cooked me some baked chicken, some macaroni, some cornbread bread with the cornbread muffins with the with the bl- no blueberry muffins. And then she brought and then she broke out her secret weapon. My wife's secret weapon. She had made some banana pudding for dessert, y'all. Let me tell y'all, niggas something. Let me tell y'all niggas something. The moment I first put a piece of that baked chicken in my mouth, I was like, I'm marrying this woman. I am marrying this woman. The moment she put some of that banana pudding on my plate and I tasted them damn Nilla wafers, I was like, I'm marrying this woman and I'm putting babies in her and we're going to live happily ever after in this son bitch that that was that was the deal that sealed the deal that changed me forever. I was like, I don't been dating so many chicks most of them cook can't cook worth a damn some of them could half ass cook this chick came through my wife was out cooking my mama. I was like, you know what You's the you, you're the winner. you have won the competition. <laughs> I'm ready to settle down because and guess what? I've been eating like a champion. Y'all can see it when I put my camera on. Y'all be like, I'm fat shit. Thank my wife for that, nigga. I be eating like a boss up in this house. We'll be on some Tony Soprano shit up in here. <laughs> I'd be eating like a champion. But nah, but it's real talk. That that's why, that's why me and the wife. That look, that that's that that was the deal breaker for me and the ex ex girlfriend. I was like, I couldn't I couldn't move past that. I couldn't move past it. That I could not move past that. Uh uh-uh, uh, nope. I was like, nah, you're supposed to have this figured out by now. I ain't got time to be sitting around here with you trying to go, with you experimenting with food to try to get get it to my liking. This ain't gonna work for me. So I had to go out there and start cheating. I had to go out there and get back in them streets. I had to get back in them streets and start putting my my bed in with other chicks until I met the wife. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, this this stuff ain't really that complicated, y'all. I know these dudes be turning this into some old soap opera, Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake, Oprah style talk shows. I get it. But at the end of the day, it ain't really that much to please a man. Feed me, fuck me and shut the fuck up. Like that's pretty much the rules, man. You know, just act like a woman. Let me wear the pants. Let me lead. I'm driving the car. When we ride in the car together, you get your ass in the passenger seat you like, I don't understand what's so complicated about this. I don't understand what's so complicated about this. I'm the man, you the woman, play your part, I play my part. Act act like a woman, do what you're supposed to do as a woman, and I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do as a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's so hard about this? What's so hard about this? And this is for women that want to make it past we just sleeping with each other phase. You want to go into something. You want to go into some long term stuff. All right. If you want to make it past that we just sleeping with each other phase when well, you need to examine your woman qualities. Like real talk. This, this is just what it is. Hell yes. sexist, and it's going to keep being sexist. Because guess what? This is how every relationship I've ever known that's been successful that's worked. I got I got a long history of successful relationships on my my father's side of the family Well on my mother's side to a certain extent. Like my grandparents before they passed away, they, they've been together for like 50 damn years. My mother and my father been they've been together since since uh, I ni- married since 1983, however many years that's been 37 years. My father does what he's supposed to do as a man. My mother does what she does as a woman. And my father got my mother living like a queen up in this mug. She ain't got to do shit. She ain't got to work. She ain't got to do nothing. My mama, ain't, my, mama don't, my mama ain't had a real job in years. She had like a little part-time job and she gets bored. But she ain't got no, she ain't got no real job. Yeah, my, my father don't even really want my mother working. He make, he make enough money where my mother ain't got to work. Got her living in a McMansion a few miles down the street from me. Got her driving whatever car she wants. Going, you know, before the whole Rona, she going on trips all over the place. Anything my mother wants in that house, she buys it, and my father nine times out of ten pays for it. And then in return, she goes in there and be cooking like a champion for him, and taking care of other stuff, and he takes care of all the so-called manly stuff. Same way with my house, my household. I just went, I just went and spent three thousand dollars on lights last weekend, y'all. Y'all seen the picture of that damn, that damn uh, lamp from my dining room. I posted a picture of that. That wasn't the only thing that I bought. That thing by itself cost like 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 almost 2,000 dollars. And then I went and bought some pennant lights, told my wife, "Go in and just pick whatever the hell you want." She went in there and picked out like like almost 3,300 dollars worth of stuff. I bought it. And then I went to another store and bought some other crap for about another grand that she wanted. Also what? She can be happy so she can get in there in a the nice kitchen, a nice house and cook a nigga some food. Like how, like how we, when we first started dating, <laughs> and I was, I take care of all the big boy shit. But yeah, so what if it's sexist? Sexism works. Team sexism over here. It works when it comes to relationship aspects. Problem is, you got a lot of women that y'all honestly want to think y'all are just one hundred percent equal to dudes. But a real dude don't want no chick that thinks she's one hundred percent equal to him. That's just not how this works. You are not going to be in a long term successful relationship with a dude if you honestly think you are one hundred percent equal to that dude. No, there is no 50 It can get it. It can become four. It can become forty nine fifty one with the fifty one percent in the dude's favor, meaning. If we got to make a life or death decision about our household, ultimate decision goes to me. The ultimate success or failure goes to me. You know, unless you step out and do some dumb crap. Like cheat or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how this works. So I don't, listen, I'm not knocking the hustle of relationship topics. I get why people do it, but they, they look, y'all make it seem like this is some overly complicated stuff. Go out there and act like a damn woman and you go out there and act like a damn man and do what you're supposed to do as a man and stop trying to act like you the damn woman, something goes bump in the night, nigga, get your ass up and go investigate.
1: Woman, your man hungry, go fix that nigga a plate. <laughs> this,
0: this ain't hard, y'all. Go fix that nigga a plate. Don't sit here and talk back, just do it. Guarantee this nigga give you the world if you just give him a plate. I give you the world if you give me a plate. How how much of a compromise is that? How much of a compromise? Think about it. I will give you the world if you get me a plate. Sound like a damn good deal, don't it? (laughs) No, you don't want to get a nigga a plate. You don't want to make dinner. Well, I'll go find somebody else who will do it then. (laughs) because <laughs> cause, cause, you know I'm not at risk of hitting the wall nowhere near as fast as you're going to hit the wall <laughs> as long as I'm able to produce money I can I can be 70 years old super fat and sloppy and still go pull chicks have them wanting to fix me a plate like this ain't hard to do man just act like a woman now, I'm not saying you got to be on some 1950s stuff But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think you should be removing all the traits of that. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, my wife, she don't do no outdoors work. Before I hired my Mexican, I was the one out there doing that stuff. (laughs) The only reason I hired the Mexican is because this Florida sun is hot as hell. When I was living in Georgia, I would be the one out there every weekend cutting the damn grass, edging it up, tending to the bushes, you know, doing all this stupid stuff. To make sure, you know, try to keep my house nice and clean. Uh, The outside looking nice and pretty. My wife, she would like mostly take care of the inside stuff. In the A.C. as she's chilling watching TV. And I'm outside damn near dying of heat stroke. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But this is stuff I've been doing since I was a kid. I'm used to cutting grass. Something, you know, I got to fix something around the house. My wife ain't fixing nothing. I'm fixing it, B. You know what I'm saying I got ten foot tall ceilings on my first floor of my house. My wife ain't getting on no ladders to change no light bulbs. I'm changing them shits. I do all the handyman stuff in here that I can do until I got to hire a professional. My wife don't do none of that crap. I don't want her to. I don't expect her to. I expect her to do woman stuff, and she does it like a champion. And guess what? I reward her like a champion. Whatever she wants, I get, and I pay for it. Like I got a, I got a, I got a eighty five hundred dollar bed, or almost. Well, damn, no, that's really close to nine thousand dollar bed that I sleep on that adjusts all kind of different ways. A super fancy, one of the top of the line sleep number beds. I got that shit because she wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm glad I bought it because boy, I be falling asleep like a zombie. I be sleeping like a baby in that damn thing, but. It's initially because she wanted the bed. I want my wife sleeping like a damn queen up in this mug. Super comfortable as hell. You know what I'm saying? I want my life living. Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. I enjoy it. I like this house. Some of of y'all seen the house. If it was just me, there's no way in the world I would have bought this damn house. I bought this house because she wanted this shit. Now I got I got a nice and I'm glad I bought it because I got a nice little section of the house to myself. Like I'm down there an entire section. I just tell my wife, I'm like, look, you can decorate the house however the hell you want. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care if you got my bedroom with pink pillowcases on it. I don't give a damn. Just don't touch the man cave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I pay all the big boy bills up in here. She pays. She pays like the little utility bills, you know, stuff you can control. Meaning, if you turn the lights off, the light bill won't be as expensive. You know, she pays stuff like that. I pay the stuff that doesn't change.
1: (laughs) You know, the stuff that stays with you until you pay the debt off. I pay those bills. You know what I'm saying? My wife drive a better car than me, a car that I bought. I still drive the bucket.
0: You know what I mean? Man, I got my wife living good because you know what? She does what she's supposed to do as a woman. She take care of our kids like a motherfucker way better than me. Make sure they're all clean and shit. <laughs> Make sure they brushing their teeth and, you know what I'm saying, helping them out with the homework. When I can't help out, she's she, she a champion up in this motherfucker. So
1: I treat her like a champion. Get whatever she
0: want. Whatever she want, she get. That ain't saying that's what she's supposed to do. She's doing what she's supposed to do. Cause she wasn't guaranteed. I'd be. I would have been back out in them streets again, guaranteed. Cause like I say, the cooking. Yeah, the cooking sealed the deal. But you know, that was just that was just the first thing. It was a, it was a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, outside of bedroom activities, it was just, it was just her old her old overall demeanor and character about how to be act like a woman. She ain't no hood rat. She was never on some hood rat shit. She never really turned up. I mean, she turned up, but it was never really. I don't give a damn about simps. I'm a married man. <laughs> I'm a married man who's been married for 14 years. Been with my woman for like 16 or 17 of them damn years. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 can, I, I can simp on my woman. Nigga, this is the mother of my children. You know, This woman got my last name. When I pass away, she's getting my damn, she's getting my damn life insurance policy. You know what I'm saying? She's going to get access to all my investments and, and, and other monies that I got. She's going to have all that shit. It's all going to her and my kids. You know what I mean? So, this ain't no simp crap. This is what niggas are supposed to do when you got a family. You're supposed to take care of your damn woman, take care of your family. Soon as I, soon as I fall over and die, guess what? A half a million dollars is going straight to her hands. And then, uh, then a whole bunch of other money from my other personal bank accounts and whatever is going to all to her. Everything is going to her. As it's supposed to be because I know she's gonna do what she got to do, take care of our kids, and all that stuff. You know what I mean, how was that sipping? What <laughs> the fuck are you supposed to do? You know what I mean, the woman I, I married, she has my last name, and we got kids together. That's what you're it, supposed to do. And like I say, we got to this point because early on she demonstrated she she had female, feminine traits. Wasn't no, wasn't no arguing about the stuff. I didn't have to sit here. We didn't have to sit around here and watch YouTube videos to figure out how to be a man and how to be a woman. She already knew. We didn't have to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to figure this out. I didn't have to go watch another nigga on YouTube teach me how to be a man. I just thought this was stuff that we were supposed to do because I've seen examples of it done before me. I was like, shit, I'm supposed to take care of uh, When I find the right woman, I'm supposed to take care of her. That's what I'm supposed to do. But then somebody come in here, boy, she divorced you and take half your shit. Well, nigga, then it is what it is, B. I don't been with this woman 14 years, got two kids with her, built a life with her. Fuck it. If it don't work out, you take half my shit, nigga. I can go start over, B. Unlike a lot of y'all, I got a skill set. I can go start over. <laughs> I can go start over
1: and rebuild. I'm not worried about that. But she gonna put you on child support. Well, nigga, they
0: my kids. I'm not finna cry cause my my ex wife has me paying child support for my kids. I mean, fuck, it. it is what it is. Then my kids, they do have to be financially taken care of. If we, she and I can't work some shit out, and she got to get a judge involved, nigga, I'm not gonna cry. I voluntarily helped create them kids with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, goddamn, I knew what I was getting into when I married her. Shit. I ain't terrified of that crap. Like I say, you have most niggas crying about that because they ain't got you'd be a lot of niggas crying about that stuff, but they ain't got nothing to offer of value. They ain't got nothing to substance any damn way. They be crying about stuff. Man, they gonna take my she gonna take half my stuff. Nigga, what stuff? She gonna take what? She gonna take what half your shoes, just leave you with one Jordan and she gonna take the other Jordan? Like, what are you what stuff are you talking about? You're just going to have a, a bunch of Jordans made for the right foot and no left foot Jordans. What stuff are you talking about? What stuff? You ain't got no money. You ain't got no investments. What? Most of y'all. What stuff? You ain't got nothing, man. Just like these women ain't got nothing. A lot of y'all ain't got Nothing. We see the pictures with the mattresses laying on the floor in the background. We see the pictures. Every time these chicks take pictures, we can see the dirty carpets, chick. We know where you're living with the dirty carpets. Carpets ain't been cleaned in two years. We know where you're living. Like, what are you talking about? What are you? I ain't no pocket watching. This is being real. We got a bunch of people out here whining and crying about stuff that's never going to happen to them. Because they ain't got nothing to put them in a, in a position to have it happen to them. I don't want to get mad. They're going to take my stuff. And, 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 and Like, what stuff, dude? What? She's going to take one of your Xbox controllers? She's going to take your PlayStation controller from you? Now you can't use your Bluetooth controller? You got to plug it back in now? What are you talking about?
1: What stuff? You guys me here talking about they got like a whole bunch of stuff that that's gonna be at risk. Y'all think y'all be fooling, man? That's IB, though. All these dudes, man, out here talking like
0: they just got all this stuff that's just so valuable that's just it's gonna go. You ain't got nothing, man. Most of you don't have nothing. <laughs> Y'all be out here, like y'all be out here just talking to people like, like, like we don't know what the deal is in real life. Like, come on, B, we know you niggas. We see you niggas. Y'all been y'all listen. Y'all existed generations ago. It ain't changed,
1: man. You gonna take my sweat stuff? Go get some
0: stuff first. Holy crap. That's what I'm saying, man. Look, I'm not hating on the relationship dudes. I get it. It's it's a popular thing to do. You can make some serious money. Look at Kevin Samuels. He be in there. That joker. Kevin Samuels is about to start stripping. He going to get a stripper pole in a minute. The way they be throwing money in the Cash App and the Super Chats. Kevin Samuels is going to put a stripper pole up in there and be sliding up and down the pole. It's going to be on some Chippendale stuff pretty soon. The way he going. So I get it. It's some money to be made, and I can understand Obsidian getting a little salty because Donovan appeared to be making some money too. He almost had a hundred thousand subs. I get it. I get it. This is a real popular thing to talk about these days, even though just a few years ago everybody was everybody ain't like talking about this. Everybody was hating on Derek Jackson like a motherfucker. Now everybody trying to be Derek Jackson. <laughs> Shout out to Derek Jackson. He went to Tuskegee University as well, same college as me. Everybody trying to be like Derek Jackson, right? Donovan Sharp. Go look him up. Sharp spelled with an E. S-H-A-R-P-E. So everybody trying to be like Derek Jackson these days, and it's real lucrative. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't see what's so complicated about these subjects, B, that warrant 90 minute long videos, warrant research papers and essays on why you can't get a man or a woman. It ain't that hard to figure it out. It's only a few things, ladies and gentlemen. It is not that hard to figure this crap out. But then again, I existed. I, I lived life before social media. And I think the problem is most of the people that tune into this stuff are people who were born like like late 90s, early 2000s, where they came of age in social media. And so all their communication takes place that they've ever known is really just taking place through a digital medium somehow. I was a teenager in the nineties where you had to talk to women face to face, put a tic-tac in your mouth, put a couple squirts of cologne on, got to smell good, look good. And you got to go over there and get laughed at. Cause you ain't figured out how to perfect your game yet. You know what I'm saying? We had, had to go through the motions of getting embarrassed and laughed at before I started figuring out what worked. Nowadays, you ain't gotta do that. You just hit the like button, slide in the DM, and 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 hope and pray for the best that she don't screen capture your crap and put you on blast. Or get on there and post some money phone pics, pretend like you something that you really not. And now they all sweating you like that. Nah, back then you had to actually prove you you was a little something, something. I mean, it's just the way it is. So that's that's why that's why I don't I don't. I don't talk about it because I'm just like, it doesn't seem complicated to me because I come from an era where you had to actually talk to people face to face. There was no social media. Social media didn't social media didn't start till I was in college, like the very first thing, like Black Planet and all that crap. High school, we no social media. They got to go talk to these chicks, man. Do they provide any infram- useful information? I don't know. I don't really listen long enough, to be honest with you. I mean, it'd be the same thing over and over. And look, I, like I said, I get it. Just like the pro-black babblers, I get it. But it'd be the same stuff. Men, go work on your physical fitness. Get your paper up. That's, like, that's, like, that's pretty much all you got to tell a dude. Go get in shape, get money, and get your confidence up. Like, what else do you need to tell a dude? That's, that's pretty much it.
1: Go be good at something. Get your paper up and get in shape. <laughs> what else is it to tell a dude? What else do you need to tell a dude, y'all? Go get in shape.
0: Go figure out how to get your paper up. Make some money so you can spruce up your dress code. Get you a nice little ride. Maybe get you a nice crib to live in or something. Nice apartment. You know, things you can do with your money. That actually attracts the attention of women, especially young women. And build your confidence up. Don't be over there stuttering, talking to the chicks Also, some, uh, uh, excuse, 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 excuse me, miss, you, 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 you show this purdy, you show this purdy. Go over there and just talk to the chick. Have an air of confidence about you. Like, yeah, chick, I'm digging you, but, I'll, you know, I, you know if, if you ain't sweating me, then there's somebody else that is. There's somebody else that will be interested in me. Like, have that air of confidence about you. Because believe it or not, that shit is attractive to chicks. I can prove it to you. The, the, the little Hispanic chick that I was just telling you about that I used to date. You know how I met her? So we was both in the army, brand new into the army at the time. She had, she was, she I had seen her. We was in the same company. And it was like 20 niggas just standing around her gawking over her, right? Just trying to get the nowhere cheesing in her face. White dudes, black dudes, Hispanic, all kind of dudes, right? So I seen this. I was like, "What the fuck?" So I remember it was a Monday morning. I told y'all about Monday mornings in the military, right? Monday mornings when you go to formation and you are dressed your best. Your uniform is crisp. This was back when we were shining boots. My boots were shiny, and at the time, this was an AIT. I was what they called a uh, student. Uh, um. A PG, a platoon guy. It was like the student version of platoon sergeant. I mean, I was the dude that was in front of the formation calling all the commands. And then I had to turn around and report to the drill sergeant and all that stuff, right? So I was always seen. So when I saw her, I had went up to her, introduced myself to her. And she was like, she started smiling. And I was just like, I, I can't remember exactly what I said. I think I said something like, I said something like, I just want to introduce myself. I'm yada, yada, yada. And like, yeah, I, th- I think you got a nice smile. And I just left. As soon as I left, all them, all them people just started surrounding her again. Dude, I swear to God, that's literally all I said to this chick. That shit right there turned into her pursuing me. Because I was like, at the time, I ain't need her. I had another chick I was already dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And, and I had another chick I was trying to holler at. I was just like, fuck it. I don't mean shit. She is cute. Let me go let her know she's cute, but I'm not going to be sweating this chick. It was, I don't think it was, no, it was really no light skin thing. It was just, I was just that confident. I was 22 years old and in ridiculously good shape because, you know, I was just brand new into the army. You have to be in good shape. I had I A little bit of money in my pocket. I'm in a leadership position where I'm seen by everybody every day. Everybody sees me and I'm stunting on people because my uniform is crisp. My boots is blinging like a sun, bitch. So I'm 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 in everybody's line of sight. So everybody got to see me. And I'm not shy in front of people. If y'all haven't figured it out now, <laughs> I know how to I know how to talk in front of groups of people. So you know she saw all that shit, and guess what? I was I was knocking, her, I was digging out, <laughs> turning to my girlfriend. But that's, that's pretty much it. It wasn't it wasn't that complicated. Wasn't, I wasn't sitting around having conversations with dudes. Man, how do I get this this Hispanic girl? Man, all the guys are sweating her. How do I go over there and make her my girl? I want her to be my girl. How how do we do this, guys? Are we just sitting around in a huddle somewhere having conversations and shit. You know what I'm saying? Drinking beers, playing dominoes, trying to give each other advice on how to talk. Nah, nigga. Go over there and say something and work it out. And if you fail, you fail. Just go over there, go over there. And look, and if you were ugly, nigga, you need to have superior, a superior mouthpiece. Because there's a fix for that, too. You could be a butt ugly dude, but man, if you know how to make a chick laugh, nigga, you in there like a son bitch. I knew some ugly dudes that stayed getting chicks. And their secret weapon was make them laugh. And they was champions at making them laugh. Laughed them right at them damn panties. You got to have something to overcome that ugliness if you're one of these handsomely deprived dudes. <laughs> I mean, it's the way it is. It ain't, it ain't hard to figure this out, y'all. It's not hard to figure out, but if you come from an era where you had to actually go out and go through these trials and tribulations in real time where you got embarrassed, you got shot down, you had to go up to the group of girls in the club and you're trying to holler at the fine one and she got her linebacker friends, the not so fine ones or the ugly ones, you know, guarding her. You had to figure out how to break that down, break into that little thing over there to get at her. I, mean, dude, you had, I had to go through these things, man. I wasn't always successful, shit, but I learned from damn near every experience. Yeah, I got embarrassed quite a few times. Guess what? You chalk it up and move on. I don't. I don't. I, I never ran back to the internet and started crying. Oh, man, she shot me down in the club. MGTOW, 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 Red Pill, Red Pill, Red Pill. She don't like me. She she wouldn't give me her number in the club. Uh, 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 Red Pill, Red Pill. I'm going to type MGTOW all day long. Uh, uh, Where's Kevin Samuels? Uh, uh, uh. Nigga, no. (laughs) If at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Aaliyah told y'all niggas that. Go out there and try again with another chick. (laughs) But that's what dudes be doing, man. They get shot down, and then they come over here, MGTOW, save yourself, black man, save yourself. (laughs) I'd be sitting here like, wow, dude, really? Wow, because a couple chicks shot you down, huh?
1: Uh, 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 she like pookie Uh, 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 why why
0: pookie get her Uh, MGTOW save yourself black man save yourself (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I can't imagine if we had this crap back when I was in high school and college y'all I cannot imagine life we ain't had this crap you just got either either you was victorious or you lost, and you you came back out to to try to went to score a victory the next day, and that's just what it was, man. That's just what it was. And like I say, I'm not saying I had a had a perfect record. Shit, I got turned down plenty of times for all kind of different reasons. Maybe she did like the pookie over me. Maybe she was only in the dark-skinned dudes. Maybe she just wasn't attracted to me, period. Maybe I was just too, cock- too cocky and conceited for this chick. It was all kind of crap, man. But guess what? I stepped- I still kept going until I found one. Like, fuck that. I'm going to go find some-, some men's group and we all sitting around crying and shit. <laughs> but nowadays, that's what they do. These little, these little scary ass Negroes be like 20 years old, get shot down all because the chick didn't want to return her DM. Like they slide in the DM. Be some random chick they don't even know.
1: How you doing? You look
0: cute. Chick be like, nigga, who is this? Uh, 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 MGTOW, MGTOW, SYSPM. Uh, uh, uh. Like, nigga, she don't even know you, my nigga. You went in here sending her dick pics and she don't even know who the hell you are. Of course she gonna turn you down, you lame ass incel. <laughs> the hell is wrong with y'all, man? Just saying. Look, I look, I don't know who's in MGTOW. I look, I, I lump all of them together. I don't know the unique philosophies of each one. All right? But what I do see with MGTOW, SYSBM and Red Pill Dudes. Oftentimes, I see a common denominator. It's a bunch of dudes who are oftentimes probably in their 20s, which tells me they grew up in the era of social media where they didn't have a lot of interactions with a lot of women in real life like how we used to have interactions. And I get the vibe that a lot of these dudes just never learn how to talk to women, man. You just never learn how to develop that social skill in real life. That's that's that's, That's the vibe I get. Now, is that every dude at MGTOW? Probably not, but that's just the vibe. I That's the overall vibe I get is that you have a lot of people who just aren't socialized. Look, if you grow up in the era where you, you, you live life on your phone, on the Internet, on social media, and you're used to people hitting the like button every five seconds, every time you post something, you get addicted to people giving you approval. So when you go out there and try to shoot your shot and you get shot down, it crushes your spirits. You're like, wait a second. You're supposed to be saying yes. You're supposed to be giving in to me because you hit the like button. You, you liked all my pictures. Uh, I liked all your pictures. That means, that means we're supposed to go together. I liked your stuff. You like my stuff. That means you're my woman now. You know, they, they on some, some nutcase stuff like that. No, dude, that's not how it works. Y'all don't know how to socialize, man. Social media has removed the socialization factor. How crazy is that? A platform dedicated to to, that calls itself social has removed the socialization factor, which is why you have all these clowns trying to figure out how to get a man, how to get a woman, how learn how to talk to them. Learn how to communicate with these people face to face. Learn how to communicate face to face. Learn how to read body language Learn how to do all this crap. Learn how to get dressed to impress. Learn how to, learn how to do all this crap. Learn how to talk. Learn how to carry on a real conversation with a chick as you're trying to get to know her. Assuming you want to get to know her besides just trying to sleep with her. And even if you are just trying to sleep with her, you still got to have a, a little mouthpiece to go out there. I mean, well, nowadays you don't. You can just be like, hey, you want, you want to smash? Sure, let's go smash. Back in my day, even if you wanted to get you a little breezy at the club, you still had to, you still had to whisper in this chick's ear, spit a little game to her to convince, to convince her out of all the niggas in the club, you're going to give me this, this wop tonight. You still had to talk to this chick because there was about 50 other niggas in the club whispering, at, whispering the same crap in her ear. So you had to figure out, how do I become the champion so I can get this wop just for one night? <laughs> Y'all don't know how to do this stuff, man. Yeah, breezies. That's right. That's what we used to call them, breezies. Y'all don't, y'all don't know how to do this crap because y'all have been conditioned to staring at your phone. Go to the nightclub. Everybody's looking in their phones. Niggas ain't on the club. Niggas ain't on the floor dancing no more. Back in my day, my younger days, we used to still go out there and dance. We had there doing a two-step listening to R. Kelly and some bullshit. We was out there getting it. Everybody on their phone. Just, just staring at their phone. Women on one side, men on the other side. Women in their little huddle, men in their little huddle. Everybody just standing around, staring at. You don't, you, you don't pay $15, $20 to do to go to the club and stare at your phone. <laughs> you don't pay $15 to $20 to go stare at your phone inside of a club. Chicks done gotten to the club for free, but they don't spend who knows how much money on their little outfits to get all dolled up to go stand around and look at their phone in the club, y'all. That's what y'all do. We ain't have it like that. When I was coming up in high school and college, especially when I was clubbing heavy in my college years, nigga, chicks was, walk, you had to be walking around, talking to chicks, trying to dance on chicks. And chicks was cool with it. You go, go up behind a chick and grind on her. She grind on you. And it was cool. Nowadays, You know what I'm saying? You got to worry about getting hit with a Me Too and all this bullshit. And that that further plays into why you don't want to socialize because you don't want to get accused of a Me Too. (laughs) I mean, I can understand that. You don't want to get accused of that. But, you know, I'm just saying. Those ain't complicated. Relationships is not complicated, B. The complicated part is y'all don't know how to socialize with other human beings. Y'all don't know how to socialize with the opposite sex. You, you especially don't know how to socialize with them in, in a meaningful way that can hopefully turn into something meaningful meaningful for both of y'all. To where you know how to carry on a real conversation with a chick that you actually have a legit interest in and she has a legit interest in you. And y'all are trying to really find out and get to know each other and going through the motions of that crap. Y'all don't know how to do this shit, man. That's why y'all suck. And that's why Kevin Samuels deserves to make all the money he makes because Kevin Samuels is from my era. He's slightly older than me. I don't, he's got to be, I'm 40. He got to be about 47 ish. So he ain't that much older than me. So he's from the era where he had to talk to women too. And He went to college like I went to college. He pledged frats like I pledged frats. I did all the same crap he did. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy for... Oh, he's 53. Oh, shit. Never mind. I thought he was only a few years older than me. Oh, never mind. Whatever. He's still from the era of where you had to talk to people face-to-face. You know what I'm saying? So he's 53. So it's easy for him to capitalize off this crap because I guarantee most of the people he's talking to are a bunch of young idiots. He might have a few older chicks that call in, but... The real the reality is these older chicks that call in they already know what the hell's wrong with them they just calling in because they want attention this is the most attention from a man they've ever gotten in a long time that's why they call in I seen that one episode he had some chick call in and she was like oh I'm pretty I'm pretty and he put a picture up and she she's like a like a like looking like a four or five or whatever she can't understand why she can't get a man she know why she can't get a man ain't no chick that old that stupid when it comes to why they can't get a man she know why. She's just calling in because she just wants attention. This is the most attention one man has shown her in a long time. That's why she would call in. That's why older chicks call in looking for, t- pretending like they're getting advice. They, 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 dude, they already know what's wrong with them. They already know. Young chicks in their 20s, they might not know because they grew up in this era of social media. This, this, this facade And so they need somebody who has real life experience to tell them why they suck, men and women. But you talking about you 40 years old and you ain't figured this shit out? No, you figured it out. You just ain't accepted it. You refuse to accept the reality of why you're single and you suck if you're a man or a woman. You know why. So I might start up my relationship channel. I'm I'm, I'm gonna become a relationship expert, y'all. I'm become a relationship expert. I'm gonna be the realest nigga on YouTube. Get your lame ass out of my damn comment section, you loser. You know why you here. You know why you suck. Go call Kevin a lot of you. <laughs> Get your ugly ass up out of here. You swamp donkey. Anyways, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. Some guys are okay with entertaining clowning for women twenty four seven a lot of guys are thankful to be free from the burden I mean yeah, look it's cool to entertain and clown, but listen, I'm just saying this, this like I say, this is really for people that be on here pretending like they don't know why they can't get a man or why they can't get a woman it's like you know, you know, and then, like I say with the younger ones, I don't know why I can't find you look all right, let me help you out go look go, go clean your mirror off and look. And tell me what you see. And now you tell me if you think that's attractive. And I'm going to tell you, and, and you want my eyes to paint? No. You need to fix some shit up. Or if it's a dude, like I say, it's only a couple things with dudes, man. It's only a couple things. And you can fix all that crap if you're a dude, most of it. It's just the problem is niggas don't want to fix it. Now, can, can we be honest? Niggas don't, want to fix, niggas don't want to fix what's wrong with them. Most of, the stuff, most of the stuff that's wrong with dudes can be fixed. They just don't want to fix it. They just want women to accept them as they are. Accept me as I am, woman. I'm a lazy bum who sleeps on a mattress on the floor surrounded by tennis shoes and Gucci belts. And I got a, I got a box Chevy sitting outside on 20-inch rims. Accept me as I am, woman. You should just accept me and bow down and come to my apartment with my milk crate tables and bow down and worship me. (laughs) That's what these little knuckleheads be out here on some stupid crap like that. Accept me as I am. And then you got women. Accept me as I am. I should have the right to be, I should have the right to have four or five babies. I should have the right to be weighing 300, 250 pounds. I just have the right to just look like I woke up and go outside and get the best and get me a high value, man. Accept me. Accept me.
1: Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> you niggas ain't shit. <laughs>
0: That's how this dumb crap be, man. I mean, this stuff ain't hard to figure out. But if, if, if I could fine tune it to how Kevin Samuels does it, where I can drag the subject out for like an hour and make it entertaining, I, I'd probably start up a channel just, just for the fact that I'm finna get paid. I just, I, I, I just don't have the patience to drag this crap out because I don't have the patience to talk to people about shit. They already know what's wrong with them. Like that's, I can never be a therapist. Like, why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> why am I listening to your crap, man? That's all this is, man. I don't have the patience to to, to turn this into a full time production. I ain't got that kind of patience, but i, I maybe i maybe I should just you know what I should just go the Derek Jackson route and start dropping like 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 three minute long videos and <laughs> just getting straight to the point.
1: Maybe I should do that create a create another channel. Who knows. Then I then I have to actually sit around and think of content. I don't feel like thinking of shit.
0: Yeah, accept every pound of my, th- yeah, that's that's what a lot of want. Accept me. I don't have to accept nothing, chick. You gotta accept a damn thing. And I don't. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna sit here and try to force me to be attracted to you if I don't want. If I'm not attracted to you. I give a shit if you think light-skinned women are women. Nigga, that's what I prefer. If I want light-skinned chicks, that's what I'm going after. If I want dark-skinned brown skin, that's what I'm going after. That's my preference. I have a right to a preference. Get the hell out of here. And then don't even get me started about the trans community. You're, you're, you're transphobic if you don't. I ain't dating nobody that was born with the same kibbles and bits as me. No, we ain't even having this conversation. I'm not doing it. You are not about to sell me on that ever in life. No. I'm only into natural born women. (laughs) Only. That's it. That's it. Natural born. They came out the womb with female genitalia. Only. Swirlers. I I don't even care about them. If it wasn't for swirlers, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so I can't be mad at swirlers. If it wasn't for swirlers, I wouldn't have been born. I can't be hating on the process that created me. It took some swirling to bring G. Dizzle into this world. It says, I have the personality and fortitude to be in state. Well, here's the thing, song man. I actually like being married to my wife. I don't have a problem with it. I actually like I actually like my wife. I actually love her. I actually like being married. I actually like I actually like yelling at my kids. I actually like waking up in the morning and counting the new gray hairs that have popped up in my head. Thanks to my kids. I actually enjoy it. I'm actually comfortable. Me, you know, we get together, we do things, we occasionally get a sneak a date night in. You know, before the whole coronavirus thing kicked off, we we would get excited about date night. We would get excited about going to new restaurants, get excited about planning. I actually enjoy planning trips and going out to places with my woman. I like when I'm I like when I'm walking in public and I put my hand on my wife's fat ass and everybody's staring at it. And I'm like, yes, nigga, this is mine's, and I put two babies in her, and she's coming home with me forever. I, I enjoy all that crap. I enjoy when niggas stare at my wife, and then they look at me like, oh shit, that's you. Yes, nigga, that's me. Still happens to this day. I enjoy all that crap. I enjoy the married, I enjoy the fact that I have a woman that cooks for me, and I ain't got to cook for myself or order out every other night. I enjoy in-house coochie. <laughs> I heard somebody said it. Y'all just want in-house coochie. Yes, nigga. I enjoy it. I don't feel like going out there hunting for new coochie and having to go through all this running game. and Fuck all that. Fuck that. I like to roll over. And guess what? There is a
1: big old booty land next to me. I enjoy it. I enjoy yelling at my kids.
0: I look forward to teaching my son how to drive next year.
1: <laughs> I enjoy all this crap. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with the married life. I'm
0: cool. I ain't got to worry about catching STDs. I already know where my money
1: going. <laughs> I already know where it's going. I'm cool. Married life is cool with me, baby.
0: I'm gonna do this married thing to the grave if I can have if, if I can make it happen. I'm going to the grave being married if I can make it happen. Because if, if me and the wife divorce, I ain't get married again. I'm tell you that right now. I'm just gonna have a long term girlfriend. <laughs> we just gonna be dating. But no, nah, I'm good with being married. Shit, I'm chilling. Everybody I like marriage is like some some torture. Now, if you're in a good relationship, you're good. Now, if you're in a horrible relationship, then you're going to deal with them issues. But if you and your significant other get along and y'all got similar
1: goals and things y'all are trying to accomplish, you good. You should be good. You should be good. Norris, why the hell are you married? Me and my wife, we've been having fun for years.
0: I'm not going to say and pretend like it was all peaches and cream because every relationship, you got your little ups
1: and downs. But for the most part, we've been good. You know what I'm
0: saying? I treat her good. She treat me good. We go out there and do some stuff. Occasionally, I'll go do my own thing, go have some fun. She'll go out there occasionally do her own thing, have some fun with her friends. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, we good. I got my own part of the house, my little my little man caves, well, mother-in-law suite that I converted to my man cave/office. slash office. I gave her the rest of the house. We good. <laughs> we good, man. Shit. What are you talking about? Marriage is good if if you go into it with good intentions and you go into it with um and you go into marriage with um you know, Understand, uh, uh, you, you go into marriage with something to bring to the table other than just, just, just sex. You know what I'm saying? Because look, when, when you first meet your girl or your man, of course, you, y'all going to be, y'all going to be sleeping with each other all over the place. Y'all going to be trying to, y'all, y'all, wherever you can get it in, you, you getting it in. That, that's what everybody does, right? Me, me and my wife did it. We, we were just, we were just, just wilding out like some wild animals. And we were supposed to do that. That's what we were supposed to do. But when we started, when we started, all right, well, let's, let's, let's get serious. Where, where are we going with this thing? I'm like, shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? All right, I guess we're together then. Then, you know, we ended up getting married. Well, I mean, come on, you know, you know, you know, things kind of die down a little bit. I mean, you know, you are going to be living out your porno fantasies every single damn day. But before you get to that point, you got to already have like a strong bond with this person that you got something going on in common besides bedroom activities and you know, we had a lot in common besides bedroom activities so when there be those times where okay maybe maybe we 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 uh we ain't we you know when especially when the baby was born we ain't in here getting our freak on like we used to well aside you know obviously because the baby was messing all that up but we still had other things we could do we enjoy being around each other is what i'm trying to tell you you know what i'm saying so I mean, you got to get all that figured out before you start walking down the aisle and making babies with people. So you don't believe your wife is riding the carousel every time she leaves the house. Look, 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 clutch. I can't look. Here's where. Here's where. Here's how I feel about that. Right. I've grown. T- I, listen, I've long since. I'm probably. I probably grew to this point before I got with my wife, but. I'm I'm content with the fact that I can't control people and I'm not, and I'm not trying to control people. So here's what I say. If my wife ever cheated on me, I just better never find out. That's all I'm saying. I just better never find out. And if I ever step out on her, she ain't never going to find out as long as I can control it. So I'm not going to sit around here wondering, Oh, is my wife out there wild. And there's some nigga trying to, nah, you nigga, if, if it's happening, I just better never find out about it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just the way it is. I'm not going to sit around here and be wondering. I'm not snooping through her phone. I'm not doing, I'm not putting trackers on the car. I ain't doing none of that shit, nigga. I ain't got time for that crap. Even though I got the combination to her phone and she got the combo to mine, I don't look to her crap at all. Now, I know you're being sarcastic, but I hear people saying that. And I'm just saying that because I'm just not, I'm not going to be doing it. You know what I'm saying? I just better never find out because if I find out, then, you know, we're going to have problems. There's going to be some real problems around here, but I just better never find out about it. That's all I'm saying. But I'm not going to be snooping around, hiding in the bushes, spying on you with binoculars from that. Fuck that. I ain't doing that crap. Um, you better if, if you got if you feel like you got to go out there and, and ride the cock carousel because you because you missing it or something, then you, you better be out there. You better be out there on some some very, you, you, you better have your tactics in order to where it don't come back to me, and I don't have to hear about the shit or find out, because I ain't, I mean, I'm just not. I ain't locking nobody in the house. I ain't doing
1: none of that crap, B. I ain't going to be trying to physically control a damn person. So. You know, them dating coaches, they saying that crap, then, you know, whatever, I guess.
0: But you can't control people. (laughs) If people want to step out, they're going to step out. Ain't nothing you can do to stop it. So why waste the energy on
1: something you can't control? All you can do is control what happens if you find out. That's all you can do. I mean, some, some will. Some, I mean, some dudes, you know, dudes are,
0: people act like dudes are sloppy cheaters too. Nah, niggas know how to cheat too. Like, like I've cheated on girlfriends in the past. Some got caught. Some I didn't get caught. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't like complicated. Well, maybe it's a little bit more complicated now because you got, people can track you every movement. You got cell phones, all this dumb shit. But I'm just saying, if people want to step out, they're going to step out. Ain't nothing you can do to stop. It. Nothing. I don't care if it's your girl or your wife. Ain't a damn thing you can do to stop somebody from cheating, man. All you can do is just hope you don't find out about it. And then if you do find out about it, then you need to figure out what you're going to do about it then. Best thing you can do is just either either you're going to accept it and move on with the relationship or you're going to end the relationship. there be only two options. Ain't no sense in punching holes in the wall. Either you're going to accept that she cheated Are she going to accept that you cheated or y'all going to part ways? That's it. That's
1: it. it. Them the only two options. Ain't nothing you can do about it. But in order to get to this point, this is where the confidence comes in that I was
0: talking about earlier. You got to have confidence in yourself to accept the reality that you ain't going to be hiding in the bushes uh, going on stakeouts trying to see if your wife cheating on you you got to have confidence in yourself to be like, all right, yeah, I got the password to her phone. I can go look through all her shit, but guess what? I ain't finna look through it because guess what? I don't want to find some shit that I don't want to find. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be looking through there and find some shit that I shouldn't have been looking for. Because chances are if you go looking for something, you're probably going to find it. So why look? And I ain't doing the OJ option because I ain't trying to go to jail and be surrounded by niggas all day. I can be back out in them streets trying to find me another Breezy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and plus, I ain't got OJ's money to beat the case. So I'll be going to jail for life. <laughs> I won't be like OJ talking about I'm looking for my wife's killer as I'm swinging rounds on the golf course. That ain't, that ain't gonna have, That's not how it's going to turn out for me. I'm going to be in jail locked up with some, some scary-ass nigga who's taking a shit in front of me. Hoping he don't try me in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't I
1: ain't about that life. No, sir. I ain't trying to be in there with the booty warrior. I'm good. Nope. You know what I mean? But you know, whatever.
0: But you know, shout out to them. I like I said, this ain't no hate. I get I get it. They they making their money. And it, it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hope I hope they become super successful at it. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Samuels and all of them. I hope Obsidian becomes successful. I hope Donovan Sharp. I, like I said, I'm not hating on them. I hope they go on to have a million subs and make $100,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? I, me personally, I just, I'm just i just saying I just don't understand why this is such a complicated subject I gotta, Like to the point where I, I feel like I got to create long – topics about high value, man, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand this. It's like, chick, you know why nobody's choosing you, you know, why deep down inside, you know exactly what's wrong, you know, or dude, you know, why the bad chicks ain't looking at you, you know, why (laughs) it's only a few things. You just don't want to come to terms with it. You just want to, you just want to, you want to treat this like a therapy session. Like when Tony Soprano used to go see his therapist all the time. She knew what the hell was wrong with Tony. Tony knew what was wrong with Tony. Tony was just
1: going there just to pay her to hear him talk. So he could just let it out. But they both knew what the problem was. You know what I mean? People just don't like to be honest about themselves, man. They don't like to look
0: in the mirror. It's like me. You know, how people be calling me here, you fat, you fat. Don't y'all niggas think I know what I look like when I, when I, when I take my clothes off and look in the mirror? I look in the mirror, and be like, nigga, you need to do something about this. Every day, today's the day you're going to do something. And later on that day, I go smash a piece of pizza. Every day I had this conversation with myself. You need to do something and get it right like how you used to look. And every day I drive past a food spot and I be like, you know what, maybe I can start tomorrow. <laughs> I'll start tomorrow. Cause right now I'm hungry every day. I know what's wrong with me. I just haven't, I just haven't, I just haven't, uh, I mean, I've accepted the reality that I put on weight. I just have, I just haven't accepted. I just haven't, um, what what, what am I trying to say? I just haven't come to terms with, okay, you need to start. Like, I don't have, I don't have a, I don't have a burning motivational factor yet. Cause you know, when I was in the army, I ain't had no choice. It was like either you're going to get in shape or you're getting kicked out of the military. So I was like, shit, I guess I got to get in shape. I don't have drills sergeants screaming at me anymore. You know what I'm saying? But I got to find a more burning reason. I mean, I got the reason. I just got to get the motivation. I keep coming up with excuses. But I know what the problem is. So when people come on here and say it, I'm like, all right, you're not saying anything. You're not hurting me because I already, it, it'd be one thing if I, if I thought I was, if I thought I was uh, still looking like how I looked when I was 22. And then you come around here, you fat. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not. Nah, nigga, I know I'm fat. I know I don't put some weight on, bitch. I know what I look like in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? I am. I, I mean, I have this conversation every day with the mirror, B. Every day is the day I'm finna to change my life. And every day I fuck it up. Because <laughs> I haven't put a plan together. You know what I mean? Every day. So you don't hurt my feelings.
1: I know what time it is. But... I'm still super confident at the same damn time. Look, look, we all go through our ups and downs. Look,
0: I I told you all mine. I told you I got when I got out the army, I I went through a slight, a slight bout of depression because I was transitioning from a really rigorous lifestyle to now I don't have this rigorous lifestyle. What do I do? And you know, throw a little, throw in a little, sprinkle in some PTSD. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of went through this depression mode. And one of my ways of dealing with it was, shit, I'm about to go smash some food. You know what I'm saying? And then I always tell myself, I'm going to start, I'm going to start working back out next month. Man, that shit turned into three, four years, B. And then I just came up with excuse after excuse. So look, this, this ain't, this ain't something unique because everybody that's like, Rip a big muscle head now. Dude, there's gonna be a time when they they start putting on pounds and looking they everybody ain't gonna be walking around here looking like looking like Dwayne Johnson all day long. You know
1: what I'm saying? Everybody goes to their spell. It's just I have to get motivated again. I haven't I haven't got motivated yet. You know what I mean? That's I mean literally that's it. I haven't got motivated yet. As soon as I do, I'm going to come on. I'm going to do a live stream with my shirt off. I'm going to rub
0: some body oil. I'm going to tell all the niggas get out. I'm going to be in here doing a striptease for the ladies and shit. And then y'all going to be like, oh, this nigga G done flipped. And I'm going into straight relationship mode. I'm going I'm on here doing relationship topics with my shirt off and all kind of shit. They'll be like, look at you. You got a live stream with your shirt off. You fucking right, nigga. You know how much work I put in to get this chest looking like this? I'm live streaming with all my shirt off, nigga. Look at the abs, nigga. I'm about, to tell, I'm about to talk to all these chicks. They're going to be licking their computer screens, nigga. Give me that money. <laughs> Give me that money. Anyways, I'm about to go. So. so anyway, shout out to LeBron James, man. Putting in, standing up for black men in America, man. Talking about y'all scared. Shout out to LeBron James. Shout out to that brother. You know what I'm saying? He's doing y'all a service. Shout out to him. Shout out to everybody else, man, that ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? Don't let let LeBron James get out here and tell you how you're supposed to be because, I mean, even though that's – look, I think that's just so stupid. I don't know why he got up there and said that. Just say you scared, LeBron. You scared. Not everybody else. You scared. I don't know anybody that's scared because most people I know, they ain't out there doing stuff to attract – unnecessary attention from the police. They're just not. They're just living their life like everybody else. Occasionally, they'll get pulled over and get their little speeding ticket and go on about their damn business like everybody else because when the cops come to them, they ain't arguing, fussing, and fighting. They just give them their registration and go on about their damn business. Nine times out of ten, if they paperwork straight, everything going to be all right. So I get tired of these blown-out-of-proportion lies We scared. No, ain't nobody scared, B. Let's go out there and be. try to be a law-abiding citizen. If you don't like the law, go vote to get the law changed. Try to be a law-abiding citizen to the best of your abilities, man. Ain't nothing hard about it. And then if you interact with the cops, just do what the hell they tell you to do. guarantee you'll live. 99.99% chance you'll live. Get you a lawyer. That's what they there for, man.